listening to the Fitness Matters Podcast with Paula B, and this is episode number 16. Hello, hello, my friends. You guys, I am totally cracking myself up. I was I went to record that intro, and I... I have a lot of thoughts about what we're talking about today, about body thoughts. And I I went to record the intro and I was like kind of in my head about what am I going to say and trying to make sure that I remember to say all the different things that I have to say. And so I put this giant smile on my face and I'm like, sound cheerful. (laughs) And hopefully, you know, I know that's the thing about a podcast is that I mean, obviously, we can convey emotions through our voices. I mean, I know that I know that you know when I'm smiling because usually when I'm smiling, I'm laughing. But I crack myself up sometimes when I'm getting started on an episode about just bringing the energy to you that I want you to feel and take away. And I hope that I hope that it's worth I hope that it's worth it for both of us, frankly, to put a smile on my face when I'm talking to you about this being episode number 16. You guys, I am so excited about this one. I I have a lot of thoughts about body thoughts. And I mean, because I'm a fitness trainer, I I deal with and hear about a lot of your body thoughts. And every time I do, I'll be honest, I I'm never entirely sure how much to coach you in the moment. You know, as a fitness trainer, I get asked questions all the time. I mean, it's it's my favorite part of my job. I intentionally ask people to ask me questions. If you are a member of the Killer Beehive, which is my private Facebook group, you know, every single Friday, I host Q&A Friday where I say, hey, ask me anything because I want to help you. And so generally speaking, in cases like that, when somebody will ask me a question really directly on Q&A Friday, I'll do a little bit more coaching. Generally speaking, I feel like when they're asking a personal type question that you are expecting a a thorough, even mindset type answer from me. I mean, at this point, I feel, especially since you are listening to the podcast, I feel like people understand that my message isn't just about your body, that it is absolutely about your mind as well. But sometimes I'll get comments, especially on YouTube, because on YouTube, you know, I have well over 700 workouts and I never know which one you're going to find first. You know, the very first time you see me and follow along and leave a comment for me, you might not know anything about my philosophy, especially if you watch one of my much older videos where where I didn't talk about mindset quite as much. You you might just think I'm a regular fitness trainer whose, you know, philosophy is something like keep pushing harder until you get what you want or, or something like that. So sometimes I'll get comments that that include these body thoughts and I'm not always sure how to respond. And so I've been wanting to make this particular podcast so that anybody at any time, if you'd like to be coached on and think about your body thoughts, then I've got some place to send you. Because here's the thing, y'all, you have them. You have thoughts about your body. And I know that for lots of us, those thoughts aren't great. And and I wanted to talk to you about, about what that means for you. 
here's the thing. When you're asking me questions, I mean, coming back to the whole asking me questions thing, when you're asking me questions, you're trying to solve a problem. And I, I love that. I mean, I love solving problems. And we've, we've even kind of talked about that, about how when you ask yourself a question that you are, you're touching on this thing that your brain loves to solve problems. But because your brain loves to solve problems, it means that your brain is also sometimes looking for problems. And the thing is that when you ask me questions, sometimes it really is incredibly practical, but sometimes it's, it's as though the problem that you're trying to solve is actually your body rather than, you know, how can I run a 5k or what kind of a workout can I do to get stronger or, or something that's a little bit practical, you'll say things like, well, and, and this one, I mean, this one's pretty subtle, this first one here. I'd like to tone up what kind of workouts are good for that. You know, on the surface, that doesn't sound like negative body thoughts, but sometimes that tone up can also be followed with something like, I have these terrible bat wings. What do I have to do to get rid of them? And I got to be honest, when you ask me questions like that, I, I'm really, really torn between trying to coach you on the practical aspect of, you know, on the one hand, if you have loose skin, there are no exercises that actually change the elasticity of your skin. But if you have fat to lose, then you can lose weight. And if you have, you know, soft arms rather than toned arms, yes, you can do workouts, but honestly, you do better by having full body workouts because simply working your arms over and over and over and over isn't necessarily going to get your whole body fit and toned. And when your whole body is fit and toned, you will lose weight from everywhere that you have weight to lose. And there's a lot of practical stuff in there, but I gotta be honest, when you say something to me and describe yourself with the words terrible and get rid of, I almost can't even answer the practical part of your question because I just want to sit you down and have this conversation with you about the way that you're talking to yourself and the way you're thinking about your body. The way that you think about your body, it's, it's really important, my friends, because here's the thing. When you ask me questions about toning up a specific body part or getting rid of jiggly thighs or I have this awful belly fat, what can I do? You are describing to me a problem that you think is your body. And I want to tell you something absolutely, positively, unequivocally. Your body is not a problem. I cannot stress this to you enough. Your body is a walking, talking, thinking, blinking miracle. I, I actually have, this is a side rant. I have somewhat recently, my son, my oldest son is going through EMT training right now. And even though I know some of what he's going through, I mean, 
trust me, my, my training as a personal fitness trainer is very different from literally learning how to save somebody's life. But a lot of the like anatomy and physiology stuff that he is learning, we're talking about it. And I remember when I was first learning it and it's, it's really re-sparking in me this interest in knowing more about the body and how the body works and how it all fits together. And, and every time I think about it, I am so utterly fascinated by how in the world our bodies do everything they do. I mean, I I don't know if you've ever spent any time at all thinking about all the systems and processes that your body has. Because I mean, honestly, for lots of us, the last time we thought about this was like elementary school, you know, when we drew the, the circulatory system and we colored in the red blood and, you know, learned about how your lungs breathe and things like that. Like, yeah, we went into it maybe a little bit more in high school biology, but But honestly, I mean, what I remember about high school biology was like cell mitosis and stuff. And that was on such a tiny level that it was really hard to to think about how that all works together. But I mean, but that is an important part. There are so many of those teeny, tiny processes that go on constantly that you never, ever, 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 ever have to think about. Did you know that every single system in your body has a way to protect itself and your body as a whole has ways to protect itself, to get better, to get stronger, to not die and to be as good as it can be? It's amazing and fascinating and, and sometimes kind of surreal. I mean, this is, this is just my own little, my little thing. But have you ever really thought about the fact that you started off the first nine months inside a giant bag of goo and the second you came out into the world, you knew how to breathe air, which you hadn't had before in the giant bag of goo. How weird is that? It's crazy. Your body is a miracle. It is fascinating, it is amazing, and I do not care what it looks like or how maybe some of those processes aren't working 100% perfectly for you personally. Your body is a miracle, and it's not a problem. But I'll tell you what the problem is. The problem is the way you're thinking about your body. And here's the great news. I mean, this is this is fantastic news. If your body isn't a problem, but your thoughts are a problem, I mean, hello, that's fantastic. You can change your thoughts. You can totally change your thoughts. And, and you can change your thoughts right now. You know, if you want to change your body, I mean, this comes back to the practical stuff. When I tell you, okay, you know, lift weights and this is how much and how often, and you know, here's what else you can do to, to cross train for that. You know, 99.9% of the time, any change you want to make to your body is going to take more than six weeks. Six weeks is like my rule of thumb for kind of anything. I mean, if you want to see actual changes in your body, you have to do something, probably even several somethings, really, really, really consistently, like every single day. Again, the the system of, of things that you have to do, not just one thing consistently every single day for like six weeks. That's 
it's kind of a lot, honestly. And and for some of us, it, it's kind of a barrier to entry. You know, I mean, six weeks is a long time of doing this thing and not seeing any results and still working towards it. And really, even when you do see results, they're going to be pretty incremental. You're going to get progress. You're not going to get perfection. And to get to, you know, maybe a bigger picture, you're going to have to take even longer. And, you know, your body, it is a miracle, but it's not a fast miracle. <laughs> does not make changes super, super quickly the way your mind can. You can change your thoughts right now, which means, which means that you could be rid of this problem, that's heavy use of air quotes, that you have or you think you have with your body. <gasps> Isn't that awesome? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about how you can get rid of the terrible problems that you have with the thoughts about your body. Now, here's the thing. The things that you think about your body are opinions. And we kind of talked about this when we talked about it a couple weeks ago, the episode facts versus opinions. And if you, if you didn't listen to that one, totally fine. I am going to link it in the show notes or the description box, wherever you are. There's always a place to find what I've written and links to anything that I talk about. I mean, for example, we'll, we'll have a link to the Killer Beehive, my private Facebook group, and now Facts and Opinions. But if you didn't listen to that one, let me just tell you super, super quickly. There are things that we tell ourselves that we think of as facts. I have bat wings happens to be a fact, a quote-unquote fact, that I hear really frequently. I don't know if it's just like the past couple of weeks or maybe I'm just noticing it because I, I don't personally care for that particular phrase. It seems especially putting yourself down. But anyway, I, we tell ourselves these things, I have bat wings, and we think that it is a fact. Here's the thing about a fact, though. A fact can be proven true. A fact is something that literally every single person can agree on. An opinion, on the other hand, is something that you can actually prove, quote-unquote, either true or false. Because somebody else looking at your body might not think that you have bat wings, might not think that they are terrible, might not think that you are jiggly, that means that it's an opinion. Opinions can be true and they can be false. We tend to hear them as true. We tend to hear them as though they are facts, but they're not. And if they can be proven either true or false, that means that you can change your mind about them. If you can tell yourself something over and over and over and believe it to be true, but it is an opinion, then you can tell yourself something else over and over and over and believe it to be false, that original thing, to be false. You can believe the new thing to be true. Here's the thing. The fact about your body is that you have a body. And, and that's kind of it. Like, honestly, if you, if you really boil it down, what is the 100% every single person on the planet could believe this as a fact, could prove this as a fact? It would be something really simple like, I have a body, or my body exists, or I am a human being. Uh, honestly, Anything else? 
anything else is an opinion. As soon as you add something, and it could even be something amazing, like I'm a, I have a gorgeous body, I have a perfect body, I have a flawless body, I have a super fit body. Those are still opinions. I mean, they're good opinions. Please, please believe those things as fact because that would be amazing for you and you would feel awesome all the time. But, but technically speaking, those are still opinions. So, so how do you go about changing this opinion that honestly you have probably spent a lot of time working on believing? I mean, by the time you have presented your question to me with, I have this, these jiggly thighs, I have this terrible, you know, belly fat, I, I hate my bat wings. By the time you have, by the time you have admitted it out loud to me, I gotta be honest, I know that you have probably said it to yourself anywhere from hundreds to probably thousands and maybe even hundreds of thousands of times. And that starts to feel really sticky, really truthy, really bad, honestly. It, it starts to feel insurmountable that you have this thought and you just can't shake it. And so I have something really simple for you today. I have... A, it's a question because your brain, your brain loves to answer questions. And sometimes the best way to solve a problem is to ask yourself, what if this wasn't a problem? Think about that for a second. Think about a thought that you've had about your body. Think about your quote unquote trouble zones. Think about your bat wings. Think about your jiggly thighs. Think about your belly. What if that wasn't a problem? What if your arms weren't a problem? What if your stomach wasn't a problem? What if your thighs weren't a problem? It's kind of mind-blowing, right? I mean, that's, that's almost, for some of us, impossible to think about. But here's the thing. Now that I've asked you a question and your brain really wants to answer it, asking yourself that question cracks open that hard, hard nut of what you think of as a fact about your body. Do you remember the episode of Friends that I couldn't tell you what else was going on on the episode unless I thought about it for a while, and I'm not going to right now. But do you remember when Ross and Phoebe were having the conversation about evolution? And Ross, being a paleontologist, was like, this is a fact. Scientists know this. I can prove it. I mean, kind of like, kind of like what we were talking about. Everybody believes this. It's a fact. We can prove it. Da, da, da. And she's like, you know what? Science has been wrong about lots of things. There have been all kinds of times when we thought we knew every single thing about something specific and then we found out we were wrong. Couldn't it be possible that we were wrong about evolution? And Ross, of course, caves and says, yes, there is the teeny tiny possibility that we could be wrong about evolution. And then Phoebe is like, oh my God, I can't believe he caved. And it was super funny and blah, blah, blah. But this is this is the same question. What if, what if your problem wasn't a problem? And as soon as you crack open that teeny, tiny possibility, 
your brain will be capable of thinking something else. When you can acknowledge that what you think about your body is not a fact, but is, in fact, an opinion, your brain will be able to think of other things. It will consider other possibilities. What if this wasn't a problem? What if your body wasn't a problem? How would, how would you behave if your body wasn't a problem? Like, what would you do if your arms weren't a problem? Would you be open to different possibilities for what to do? for workouts? What would you think about instead? I mean, this is honestly, this is one of those things where, you know, if your body isn't a problem, you'll have a lot of free time on your hands to think other things. (laughs) I mean, when you, when you start to pay attention to how often and how much time you spend thinking things about your body, It'll, it'll amaze you how much brain space it will free up to not spend your time thinking about that problem. And it's true because your brain is always searching for problems. You might glom onto something else as a problem, but you might also be able to spend that time creatively. You might also be able to spend that time thinking loving thoughts about your body, thinking nice thoughts about your body instead, which will free you up, my friends, to think nice thoughts about other people, to think good things about the rest of your life. It's amazing once once you get that tiny little crowbar in there and crack, it will be amazing what you will free up, what you will open up by letting go of this thought that your body is a problem. And I know that right now, I mean, I'm assuming that right now, this concept is, is a little bit a little bit hard to take on. I mean, I I understand that it's like, okay, intellectually, I get that. But in the moment, in the moment when I'm looking in the mirror and I'm having that thought that I've had maybe hundreds of thousands of times before, oh my God, my arms, ugh, or something along those lines. Because honestly, for me, for me, when I find myself thinking thoughts about my body, it's not always, it's not always a complete sentence. It tends to be something like, ugh, which which doesn't have a lot of words. But what could you think instead? What would you like to think instead? Another one of my favorite questions. We talked about this. Hey, I'll put that in the notes below. <laughs> maybe below, maybe wherever you are. The, when we talked about the three best questions to ask yourself when you're struggling, it's, it's one of my favorite questions to ask. What would you like to think? If your body wasn't a problem, what would you like to think? What would you like to think about your arms? What would you like to think about your belly? What would you like to think about your whole body? And here's the thing. Sometimes it's a lot to go from, I have these terrible bat wings to my arms are in beautiful shape and I'm gorgeous. I'm not, I'm not necessarily asking you to do that. I understand that that that's going to be that's a little bit longer of a road to take to be able to think supremely positive things about your body. 
But what if you started with something as simple as the actual fact, I have a body? I mean, you can't prove that wrong. You can't. And so you could practice with that one. There are a couple of other thoughts. Actually, no, there's really, there's just this one, but it's a couple of different variations on this thought that I have a lot lately. Now that I'm, now that I am this age and my body is changing, I've, I've noticed a lot that I feel like a teenager again, and not in any good way because being a teenager was pretty rough too. But I remember, I remember what that felt like to be a child becoming a woman. And I remember how exciting it was because frankly, I cannot wait to be done having periods. But I remember how exciting it was to, you know, to get your period or to start filling out or, you know, for your hips to grow or for your body to change. But it was also kind of frightening, kind of scary, kind of different and unknown. And for me personally, going through puberty meant the addition of about 30 extra pounds that seemed to kind of come on overnight. And it was, it was very shocking to me to have been this girl who I, you know, it was the only body I'd ever had. So I felt like I understood what it was doing. And then all of a sudden my body was doing things that I didn't understand. I feel like that a lot right now going through menopause where suddenly my body is doing things that I don't entirely understand. I don't know what's on the other side of it. I'm excited about what's on the other side of menopause, but I also don't really know what to expect. And and sometimes my body is reacting in ways that I'm not thrilled about, partly because I didn't expect them and, and partly because, I mean... I mean, kind of like going through puberty. Like, I, I'm not not excited about gaining weight. But something that I've learned how to tell myself is that my body is doing exactly what it's supposed to. You know, uh, coming back to that miraculous thing, because you are, my friend, your body knows how to do whatever it is doing right now that feels problematic for you. You know, the fact is, if you have loose skin because you have recently lost weight or, or something, the fact that your skin was capable of stretching, have you ever thought about that? About what that would be like if it didn't? I mean, if your skin wasn't capable of stretching when we gained weight, you would literally burst open. Like, right? I mean, I mean, come on. That's insane. That's miraculous. That's amazing that your body can do that. The fact that your body knows what to do when it's not a good idea to be having babies anymore, and it's starting to work all these different processes that protect yourself from aging and from, I mean, well, protect yourself from having a baby too late in life. You know, your body knows what to do. Your body is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. When you feel stressed out and you gain weight, that's because your body is protecting you from starving to death, which used to be the only thing that we would stress about, you know, many, many, many thousands of millions of years ago. That was the only kind of stress we had. That's amazing. Imagine, imagine if 
you know, many, many millennia ago when, you know, humans weren't even necessarily humans, when our, our cave people ancestors, if they had to go for months without eating because of some kind of circumstances, some kind of famine going on, if their bodies wouldn't have stored fat, they all would have died. We would not exist if our bodies didn't store fat to survive stress. It's amazing that your body can do that. Amazing. Miraculous. Not a problem. So that's why I like that particular, I mean, I, I know, I just went off on a rant again, but I, that's why I like that particular thought. The fact is, whatever problem you think you have with your body, it's, it's because your body is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. If your body didn't jiggle, again, coming back to the, like, like the skin elasticity thing, if your body didn't jiggle, imagine how little you'd be capable of doing. If you were taut and tight and stiff because your skin didn't move or you didn't have fat or your muscles weren't mobile, I, I mean, you can, you can picture that. Picture the Tin Man. You, you wouldn't be able to move at all. It's a miracle that your body jiggles. It's a miracle that your muscles can move through a full range of motion or whatever range of motion you have. Because frankly, when we don't use them, your body is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Your body, your body does all kinds of things to protect itself. And one of the things that your body might do is atrophy or lose fitness. Because when you're not using your fitness for one reason or another, your body doesn't want to continue to spend energy on those systems if you don't need them. It's, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow. I know when I'm telling you that sometimes even these things that we don't like, it's, it's your body protecting you and doing these things for your own good so it can survive as long as possible. And I know I, I fully, fully understand that there are all kinds of actual legitimate medical conditions that don't seem like your body is doing what it's supposed to do. I'm going to tell you, though, that for a lot of those things, your body is doing what it's supposed to do, just not at the right time. I'm thinking really specifically of like autoimmune issues. Your body is actually responding the way it's supposed to, just inappropriately. It's responding to something that, that wasn't a stimulus. And, and that can feel so problematic. And so maybe... Maybe that my body is supposed to do or is doing what it's supposed to be doing. That might not feel very reassuring to you. The fact is there are all kinds of options for what you might say to yourself that can feel good. I frequently listen to a, a lot of positive thinking podcasts and, and I read books and I watch a lot of YouTube videos with, you know, affirmations or... Uh, just different ways of thinking about things because I like to open my mind to the possibility of thinking about things that I think of as a problem in different ways. But sometimes the things that, that people have to say, they're, they're not super helpful to me. And, and I fully appreciate that sometimes what I have to say to you might not feel helpful the exact way that I've said it. 
The process is still the same though. Opening your mind to thinking something new is almost always going to be the process. The exact semantics of what you say is totally up to you. And that's the really great news. Your brain can solve this problem. What would be something I want to think? What would be something that's nice to hear? After you've asked yourself, what if this wasn't a problem? Maybe that is the new problem to solve. What would I like to hear? What would feel good? What would I like to say to myself about my body? And my friend, you can say anything to yourself because opinions, I mean, you know, opinions are like noses. Everybody has one and you can form your own. And not that you can form your own nose, although I suppose you could. I mean, I suppose you could, but but you can definitely form your own opinion. And yes, by the way, I know that that's not the actual thing that people say, but I'm keeping it G-rated because why not? But you can form and keep your own opinion about anything, truly anything, but specifically because we're talking about your body. You can form any opinion you want. Isn't that amazing news? Isn't that miraculous news? Like your body? You guys, I cannot wait to hear what you are going to say to yourself. I cannot wait to hear what phrase or sentence or group of sentences you come up with to talk to yourself about your body when it's not a problem. I really, really hope you'll share it with me because it honestly is my favorite part of this podcast is after you listen, when you leave comments somewhere, depending on where you're watching or listening, you can find me anywhere on social. Specifically, if you open the description box, you can come find me in the killer beehive, but, but I'm available. I mean, everywhere, you know that. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.